Welcome to Medically Assisted CBD with Charlie Pimarini. Hi, and welcome back to Medically Assisted CBD with Charlie Pimarini. Uh, continuing with our guest um, podcast, we've got a very special guest today, uh, someone that we've been doing some work with behind the scenes, and we are actually featured on their app, uh, Mr. Daniel Torres. Um, thank you for joining us today, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You have an interesting story. We were just talking about how you are one of the people that are really trying to legitimize CBD, the hemp, uh, the marijuana industry as a whole. And you've got some really great stories. You have a really interesting business um, and a really cool background. So why don't you take us through you know, where you came from and where you are today? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. And I'm really happy to be here. Um, I love the podcast. I love what you're doing out Thanks, there going on. And I, I see you know this as a trend for for folks to to emulate, to look at the industry, look at everything that is being done on the hemp CBD side and mm -hmm. the, the entire cannabis industry um, from, from a wellness, health, and medical perspective. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, welcome, man. As, as you said, you know, I'm, I'm Daniel Torres. Um, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. And actually, my business partner and I have been friends since we were maybe 14, 15 years old. We were in high school. And, and we took similar paths and ended up here together. Um, we both went to business school. He is a CPA. He's okay. um, had huge jobs in the insurance industry. Um, and then we both went to law school. So we're both lawyers too. Oh, wow. Um, and I took the really corporate route, you know, I worked for Fortune 500 companies on Wall Street and DC. Um, and, and he stayed in the insurance industry, more on the accounting side, but also doing legal work. And so we always uh, wanted to, to be in the space, you know, we we, we knew that it was coming and we wanted to be a part of it. We believe in it from, from a health perspective, from, from just a wellness perspective and just from destigmatizing and decriminalizing this, this whole craziness that, that became the war on drugs and all that. Right. So, yep. So uh, about, I'm going to say about seven or, or eight years ago. Wow. It's been a long time. Um, the first medical marijuana laws were being drafted down in Puerto Rico. I was living in DC at the time. He was still in Puerto Rico. And and he got um, one of the first drafts of the bill that was going to be introduced. And so we started talking about it. Again, both of us as bar attorneys weren't necessarily comfortable because, you know, mar marijuana is still a, a schedule one substance. Yep. And so we were like, okay, how do we go about it? And so um, he and his wife uh, started what is now known as the CannaWorks Institute in Puerto okay. Rico. The law down in Puerto Rico requires that you go through a series of courses, and you know this well. You you are the master creator of of the CBD educational series, and <laughs> and so which is amazing, and that's the route that we need to take as an industry from the yeah. education point of view. So. You know, the the CannaWorks Institute was created uh, to certify patients, doctors, butt tenders, anybody that's going to work in the industry to give them the courses, get them certified. So the health department would issue them a license. 
Okay. And so that's how we like we kind of got started in this. Um, and then in you know early, I would say early 2018, mid-2018, when we got a word that the farm bill was coming down, we started putting our heads together and said, okay, this is this is how the industry is going to become mainstream and how it's going to come yep. out from yep. the hemp side and the CBD side, um, because now it's going to be accessible. And so that's that's where we started our path. And and we have a few ventures uh, going on at the same time. We do have a hemp farm down in Puerto Rico. It's it's beautiful. And we actually there's because of the weather, we can do three crop cycles a year. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and, and even give the soil time to rest. So right now there are little babies in the ground and they will be coming out and harvested in March. Uh, so it's, it's really cool to see how that process is coming along and we have some distribution and other stuff, but we wanted to build a platform and this is where Matt, my CBD comes in. We wanted to build a platform where we would make the hemp industry, the cannabis industry, CBD in general, um, kind of accessible to people, right? Yeah. We wanted to destigmatize it. We wanted to legitimize it. We wanted to uh, just make people kind of forget those stigmas and all those things and look at this from a wellness medical perspective, from a health perspective. Now, I always tell people, you know, 15 years ago, no one was talking about antioxidants. No one was talking about homeostasis. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and until Gatorade came out with electrolytes, you know, no one right. was talking about that kind of stuff. Right. Right. It's always been there and cannabinoids have always been there. And, 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 you know, the law, the, the, everything got kind of perverted in a way where now it was looked like you were uh, a criminal because you were seeking pain relief. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and, and so we wanted to create a platform where we would get consumers access to top brands, to health practitioners like yourself um, and medical practitioners and, 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 and learn and see what was out there and find products, find professionals that could help them and do it in a safe, professional environment and so again you know we talk about it a lot and and the fun days that back in the 90s of you know the, the marijuana big marijuana days and yeah. which was all great and fun and it has its space and it has its market and it, it's i'm not criticizing it at all um that we are seeing now how everybody's walking away from that and really focusing on the health benefits of the plant. Yeah. And, and we want to be part of that. And so if you look at our app, that's why we stayed away from the color green. That's I 100% why, agree, right? That's why we stayed away from, you know, using the word weed or, yeah. or anything even remotely related to that. You know, we want to, to of course, when we use the, the, the letters CBD because we wanted people to know what it's about, but, but we want it to just be more open um, and we can talk about some stories of, of folks that, you know, testimonials that I get on a daily basis yep. from people that uh, would normally have nothing to do or would want nothing to do with the word marijuana uh, or even with the word cannabis, but they feel very comfortable with understanding that CBD is a cannabinoid. It is a component. There is a chemical, you know, 
balancing that happens in your body. And then when you start talking to them from that perspective about your endocannabinoid system and CB1, CB2, oh, yeah. they go like, oh, wait, there's actual science behind this. It's not just some kids smoking pot in the backyard. Yep. That triggers a lot. And especially with the older generation, I'm seeing it. You know, the younger generations, you know, I'll consider myself young because I'm still in my forties. <laughs> uh we we we're more open to it yes right? uh but my parents for example are in their 70s and you know we grew up in a very conservative hispanic environment and and you know they're like marijuana and you're like no no like it's it's it, let's talk about it from a different perspective and my mom is now and you know an avid everyday user of cbd she has a very severe arthritis uh, that we're able to to manage with CBD tinctures uh, and topicals, and and she's 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 doing really well. And now she tells all her friends about it, and and this is the way we get the word out. How about people destigmatizing it? Right. Yep. 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 We destigmatize it. We get people talking about it openly and seeing the benefits of it, rather than. Oh, I, you know, I took it and I got really high. Like that's, that's not what we're about. Yeah. And that's, that's, um, I think that's what all of us in the industry are, are kind of fighting against is the stigma that CBD is marijuana. I mean, some, when I first started this, my parents were like, why are you selling marijuana? You're like a drug dealer. And I was like, no, you can't, you know, and then I started giving them some products, you know, my mom has some ankle pain. My dad has some knee pain. And, you know, they started using this stuff I'm like, well, that stuff really works. And they're telling all their friend, their friends, Hey, my son, you go, go get that marijuana stuff from him. And I'm like, mom, you can't tell people that um, I'm going to lose my license. And so, uh, you know, they, they are now believers and I had to educate them. And that age group is who would get the most benefit from awesome. these products. So educating them that CBD mm -hmm. is just one of the, you know, over 150 active components. So it's not marijuana. You're not going to get high you're going to feel better. That's what yeah. you're going to, that's how you're going to feel high. You're going to feel better, you know, and that's relaying that message is tough because they grew up in the, you know, in the, in, in the generation of, you know, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs. Remember the scrambled egg thing, oh, right? God. So, oh God. Do um, I ever remember that? Uh, uh -oh. I mean, that was a great campaign and we all went through dare, you know, in our age group, everyone had to go through dare, but yeah. you know, what, what, it, you know, we missed the mark on that. And, you know, they, they still haven't decriminalized, marijuana as a schedule one i think it's coming but um yeah, every sure. state's doing their own thing but i think uh you know trying to education in this industry and that's what i've learned is is key right i've got people sitting in my in my office every day that i talk with about all that marijuana stuff or hey you sell that 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 marijuana stuff How, how's it work i'm gonna get high or hey i tried it i bought it at the gas station it didn't work i'm like well yeah that's why it didn't work you know and and so educating people on that and you know i'm glad that me and you have connected about, you know, being education is, is what the backbone of our industry is going to be. And this is how we grow the industry. And this is how we really get change to happen, not just at our level, but at the state and the governmental level of getting, you know, these bureaucrats to adopt it. And I think they're starting to see it. Um, mm -hmm. You can't ignore it. Um, you know, it's a projected to be what a multi-billion dollar industry, um, if it not already is. And so mm -hmm. I'd like to see what, what, one, why, why CBD for you? Like what, you know, what brought you into this? You kind of touched on a little bit about you and your business partner, seeing that the, the marijuana bill in Puerto Rico kind of getting passed. You came from, you're a lawyer, 
right? Uh, and a corporate lawyer, a corporate lawyer, right? <laughs> and you're a corporate lawyer, and you come from a strict conservative, you know, background. And I'm assuming if you probably ever smoked marijuana, your mom would have beat you with a frying pan, right? And oh, yeah. so, and now, and now you're, you know, you're in the business of growing hemp and selling CBD. You know, having that the platform for CBD. What what brought you here? Uh, it's that's a great question and and it's so funny that you you brought up like the whole conservative yeah i i am a a a active member of my church i uh -huh. lead i lead a small bible study yeah uh, <laughs> and so i have these conversations at church i have these conversations with my pastor and, right. and and so it's helping open up those those things that are like whoa wait these guys you're not selling weed. And so people walk into my office, I'm in my office right now, and and I have product and actual hemp flower from clients and from yeah. uh, people that we're working with. And they walk in and you know, sometimes it smells, they get the smell and I can tell that when they walk in, they recognize the smell. And yeah. so I look at them and so I was like, ah, no judgment, because yeah. you know what that smell is. And so it's kind of cool to get there. But to answer your question, I have been an insomniac my entire life, or I was an insomniac. Uh, even as a little kid, I slept very, very few hours. Um, as a college, I was just a college athlete. I played soccer in college and I didn't rest well. And one day, many years ago, somebody said, you know that you could probably get a medical card for medical marijuana and that would help your sleep patterns. Yeah. And, I, and, and so literally that's how I started going like, and this for some friends out in California, because again, they were way ahead of us. And, and I said, really? And so I kind of started learning about it, understanding it better before I actually got into it. And that's a funny thing. I, I tell everybody, listen, back in college and even in law school, I didn't, I didn't smoke marijuana. Like, yeah, like every once in a while, somebody would like get it, but I was getting tested. Like I, I was an athlete. I could. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and so, and so like, it's not like, oh, I want to get into it because I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. Like, no, 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 no. Like I needed help because I would go three, four days without sleep. I was traveling all the time, flying from DC to Asia, to Latin America, like working on all these deals um, from my legal practice. And that, you know, my, my, my body was completely all messed up. Whack. Yeah. yeah, completely out of whack. And so I, I, I started learning about it and I got studying and then I started testing out what worked for me. And then I started learning about strains and I said, all right, so is, is this indica strain that's super high in this specific cannabinoid helping me? I took it and I would write it down and be like, okay, this is good. I feel better in the morning. Okay. And I got to the point where I now know my strains. I now know my dosage. I now know, and I, you know, I, I've taken it down to, and you know, you could probably relate to this. I'm a little bit of a nerd. Oh, yeah. um, and so I, I have it like all written down. I have a little Excel that I go like, all right, let me, you know, cause now I know, you know, I need 30 milligrams of, you know, a high CBG dosage. So I need, uh, you know, I, I, there's, there's a company that makes a really good, um, they call it an AM capsule. It's really just a blend of caffeine, CBD isolate and coconut powder to make it. Yeah. And, and I take that in the morning and it's fantastic because yeah. it's like having a Cuban coffee without the jitters. Yeah. And it's fantastic. You know, it's, 
most people take Adderall. I take this. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, right? and, it's, and it's great. And, and, and that's how I really got into it because I wanted to feel better. I wanted to be able to rest. I wanted to. And that's how I really started learning about it and then saw the benefits of it. And then we saw the business side of it and said, yeah, this, this could work. And I think that's common. Um, I've, I've interviewed a, uh, uh, one other guy, Dan. Um, he was a corporate uh, accounting finance guy on Wall Street. I mean, he was in, you can't be any more corporate, right? And so similar journey to what you have and how I came to this too, and how a lot of my patients come to it is you start to kind of look at alternatives, right? Everyone's more into natural stuff nowadays. and No one's really wanting to do you know, uh, Ambien, it's so bad for you. And, you know, all the benzos and all that stuff. So people are coming to the natural alternatives and they're the best conversation I have with my patients. And you've, you did it yourself was this is a personal journey, right? Everybody's endocannabinoid system responds differently, which is a blessing and a curse, right? If I give you, you know, a certain milligrams of Ambien, you're going to sleep. I know it's going to happen. Right. But you're right. But this is, this is kind of where you actually get a personal journey of what, what other medicine do you get to actually personalize your dosage and how you respond to it. And, you know, I have patients keep a journal, write it down and come back in a couple of weeks, like, you know, self titrate, here are the guidelines here, where you should kind of stay within and figure out what works for you. Right. Oh, it made you too, you were too stimulated at nighttime. Okay. Let's back it off. Let's try this, you know, strain, you know, and you kind of meld it to what works for them and everybody's dosage is different, but that's, what's fun about it. Right. Patients actually have, have control and in this process, rather than here, I'll write you a script for Ambien. I'll see you in a couple months and you're going to sleep, but it's not going to be good sleep. You're not no. going through REM and Delta, you know, you're, you're going, you're just out. Um, and so that's the big part that I really do enjoy about cannabis and about hemp uh, and about CBD is this is a personalized journey. And, and um, you touched mm-hmm. on that, you know, your mom has really bad arthritis and you finally showed her a strict conservative Hispanic yeah. woman about CBD, right? And she probably thought that was the devil's, that was the devil's oil. Um, <laughs> she, and, gets, she gets uh, pushback on, because she now posted it all over, like she's, she's on Facebook, right? Yeah, right. And she, she posts stuff like, I took my CBD today and I feel great. And I read the comments from some of her friends and, and they're like, wait, you're taking that? Isn't that illegal? And it, because there's still not that, you know, not knowledge yeah. and, and, and she's educating her friends and yep. people are like in her group, you know, they're in their seventies and late sixties. And, and they're all now talking about this and they're all like, wait, is this going to help me manage like some of my pain, some of this? It's fascinating. It's really fascinating, man. Yeah. I think, you know, that, that generation would benefit, like we said, the most from it and trying to educate them is the biggest part of our job. Right. And getting legitimate products staying, you know, when I created my brand, you know, I stayed away. I had, a, I have a medical cross and a Lotus leaf, right. Mixture of Western yeah. and Eastern medicine. Um, you know, and the brands that I think, you know, have just such marijuana, you know, they got the dancing bears and stuff and, you know, they got the marijuana leaves. And I, you know, it's because this is still, this culture is still evolving from yeah. in the back van, in the back of the alley, getting, you know, eights and quarters to now like, the, these dispensaries in Arizona, it's, it's a, it just, it, they passed. Um, it's been medically legal here since the nineties. Uh, we were one of the first States actually, but it just mm-hmm. passed this year for rec- recreational. And even the dispensaries nowadays, if it looks like an Apple store, right? It is. Like, it, I, that's it, why I tell everybody. I mean, it's an Apple store. It's an Apple store with, you know, the, I mean, I, I had a patient in my office uh, last week that was telling me, she's like, you know, I smoked weed in college, you know, you know, okay. Oh, great. She's like, I've been having trouble sleeping. I, I use it again. And she's like, 
I took a gummy and she's like, I was so high for eight hours. I was like, well, yeah, this is now there are scientists mm-hmm. in labs with yeah. PhDs making these, not just yeah. you and your buddy growing some stuff in a pot and you know, your basement with a light on it. Like yeah. these are, <laughs> this is now medical, there's medical grade and strains and like, yeah. this is not your ditch weed, you know? So yeah. But getting away from, and that's the biggest thing I fight against every day is these patients are like, I get, I got too high at, you know, it, either it, it didn't work or I got really high. So either you had a bad product or a mislabeled product. Yeah. Um, and that's what you and I kind of are fighting against, you know, trying, especially with your platform, trying to really just highlight legitimate uh, companies that have good product that have the correct labeling that are actually doing education. And, yeah. um, and that's what you and I've talked about, you know, the education piece, talk a little bit about that, about Matt, my CBD and education and what you're trying to, you know, the future of what your platform is trying to look for. Yeah, no, great. And and that's, that's perfect. Um, the way you, you put it, I mean, it is going to be driven by education. Yep. Again, everybody asks, the first question everybody asks is like, am I going to get high? Yes. I'm like, I even asked that the first time I took it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Like, am I, am I going to, like, my wife, she asked me like the first time, she's like, is this going to get me high? And I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 just, just try it. And, and I think, and that's what we're trying to do with Matt, my CBD. And right now we're in that process of highlighting education. We're putting up content about news that's coming out, whether it's regulations, whether it's, uh, you know, we saw the USDA come out last week or you know, a few days ago that they came out with new rules. So from, from our perspective, you know, we wrote a little summary of, listen, this is what the new rules mean for us. We put it on the platform for people to kind of, not only for the businesses, but also for people to know that the US federal government is finally paying attention to this and they're gonna start regulating it. We're, we're waiting for FDA regulations since 2018, right? And this week we found out they pulled out the regulation, the, the proposal that they had sent the White House. You know, we are expecting that hopefully they come back with a lot more industry friendly proposals. It looks like they're, they're going to try and raise the THC limit, which I think yeah. is, yeah, I think is awesome. <clears throat> I mean, if you think about it, let's, and, and I always go into my little history spiel, the founding fathers grew hemp, right? George right. Washington was a hemp farmer. Yes. And, 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 and at some point in American history, you could even pay your taxes in hemp. Yep. And Again, it, it was a legitimate industry. There were laws in several states that if you had a farm, you were required to dedicate a portion of your farm to hemp because they saw it as a cash crop. And everybody that had seen Days and Confused knows the cash crop joke. Yeah. But it's true. Um, and that's what we're trying to do. And so, like, guys, think about this for a second. The founding fathers, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, I think they were the most brilliant group of men ever to grace the earth and at least in modern history. Yeah. Um, they were hemp farmers, but they weren't lab testing their plants. <laughs> right. Yeah. And these, so, so the arbitrary 0.03%, like guys, like that's so arbitrary back in the day, even the founding fathers were farming hemp. They were smoking their pipes while they were drafting the constitution. Yes. And, and they wrote a pretty darn good document. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's still around 250 plus years later. And, and so that's where we want to take this. Like, guys, this is normal. This is a, a good plant. And we need to take all those stigmas away and look at it from, from the perspective of 
this could benefit a lot of people. And, and, and that's the education part. And if I can take one second, I want to read to you something that I got this week, literally yeah. Tuesday, 6 p.m. And we were talking about this offline. One of my buddies, actually one of my wife's good friends, childhood friends since they were little kids, um, they, they, his mom is undergoing chemo right now. And when she was about to go into therapy, he came down um, to Miami. And of course, he can't stay with her and because yeah. for COVID and all that. And we were sitting here and we were talking about CBD and something that could probably benefit her. You know, she's a cancer patient. And, and so he took a tincture. And when he went to see her, he, he can't go in the house. They're looking at yeah. each other from the window. And it's, I mean, it's all kind of it's weird. Tough. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and he gave it to her and she tried it. And she started taking it before her chemo started. And she started feeling well. And he's been texting me on the progress that she's been uh, undergoing. And the first day she's like, oh my God, my pain was gone. Oh my God, my, my back pain, my knee pain. And we're like really excited for her. Really yeah. Um, it's really encouraging, but this week she actually started her chemo on Tuesday and he sent me a text and says, another good day. She started chemo today. She had a runny nose and upset stomach. They gave her something that took care of the runny nose, but not her upset stomach. She took half a dropper and felt better within 15 minutes. That's wow. the text. Yeah. And if you're in this space and, and I know that for you, this hits home because yep. you're, you're, you're a professional. To see and to hear people that are actually using CBD, using hemp products to, to, to seek and to find balance in their health, chemo patients, like cancer patients that are undergoing chemo that can find some normalcy and homostasis when they're like, undergoing such a, such a, intense treatment i mean and it's right brutal. um i mean that if that doesn't encourage us to keep pushing uh the industry to keep educating to keep putting news out there to keep just just, just kind of like preaching hemp preach and the gospel right the yeah world, um yeah. i don't know what will like and and that's one of those I, I get stories like that on a daily basis from people they're like hey um, you gave me those gummies the other day, um, and and I took one and I went to play golf and I didn't feel back my 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 back wasn't sore and it was great and you know that's kind of silly. It's like yeah, it helped you play a little better golf, but think about it. it it's it, it can go from a cancer patient undergoing chemo to some dude that wants to do a, a nine round of golf. Yeah it's fantastic. It's, and it, it's gotta be encouraging. And so that's why we want to focus so much on education, mm -hmm. putting out news content, yep. um, and also helping promote businesses and brands, uh, and, and, and professionals in the industry that are doing really good work out there and make people say like, Oh, you know, somebody in Arizona is like, Oh, I, I heard about this guy. Called, called Charlie and <laughs> and whatever, yeah. uh, and and maybe I can, maybe I can contact him and he can help me out and maybe yep. I can feel better. Like, that's all we want. That's the entire drive of this app is, listen, we want to create a platform where people can connect. 
brands, consumers, yes. professionals, create a space where we can all share ideas, share stories, learn, and, and, and create this, this multiplying effect of, of the wellness and potential that comes from CBD and from, mm-hmm. from and so that's, that's our, our driving force. Um, we also want to help the small businesses. You know, they're, again, no disrespect to, to any of the other platforms that are out there, especially on, on the marijuana side and either medical or recreational that have been around for years. I respect them. They're great. We wanted to build something for the smaller business that's not going to have access to one of the bigger platforms yep. because of the fees. You know, you're going to pay thousands of dollars to get listed on one of those. With for us, it's just a nominal fee that covers some expenses, and we just want to create an open space. Yeah, for folks. no, and that's that's why I signed up with you guys. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> and we appreciate. And, it. Yeah, and you know, I I think before we go, what uh, kind of some parting words? Where do you where do you see the hemp space in the next five, and then maybe ten years from now? Like, you know, you're you're on the business side of this. You've got the legal mind. Um, and so where, where do you think we're going to end up in the next, you know, five to 10 years? Yeah, it's, I would say, I would say two things. One, I am, I'm a little bit of a history nerd. And so I've been studying how prohibition a hundred years ago, literally, um, progressed and how it developed until alcohol was completely legal, regulated, taxed and and available everywhere no yeah. one's killing each other over a beer anymore nope um no one's going to prison over a beer anymore nope and 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 so i think from a legal and and criminalization point of view i think that's where we're, we're going to end up in a regulated very highly regulated but regulated tax but available uh industry yep, yep. <clears throat> and from a business perspective i think um that, or at least this might be hopeful, uh, wishful thinking, but I think we're going to end up in a place where you're going to have three categories, the, 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 the medical, the, uh, adult use and the maintenance, what I call maintenance, right. And and it's to put it in parallel with the medical space, right. You're going to have your medical, right. You're going to have certain products and certain, uh, formulations that are going to be developed by really great scientists, by really great labs that are going to be targeted for medical, strict medical use and say like, listen, we're going to make something that is really beneficial for cancer patients or something really beneficial for, okay, athletes, you know, for, for and recovery. So gonna, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're going to target that. You're going to have the adult use which is going to look more like, listen, you have to be over 18 to buy it. And it's, you know, fine. And then I think, and, and, and this is where it gets me really hopeful that we're gonna go into what I call the maintenance space. You go to the pharmacy today, you go to CVS, you go anywhere and, and, and you can buy vitamin C, you can buy vitamin D, you can yeah. buy a vitamin. And so I think we're going to start seeing at least in the near future, uh, hopefully in less than five years, but you know, let's say in the next five years, uh, a section dedicated to CBD products in your local pharmacy. It's already started, but yeah, it's going to get, just get bigger. Yeah. It's going to be like normal. Like now it's not going to be, 
a novelty. It's going yes, to be correct. It's going to be like, yeah, you, you have your multivitamins, you have your CBD products. hundred percent. I agree. And it's going to be completely normal. It's going to be completely legitimate, destigmatized, and folks are going to start seeing it for what it is. Like, oh, yeah, my, you know, my, my, I always talk about my parents. I, I love them. They're amazing. And they have a, they have a farm down in Puerto Rico, like a little, like a, like a little home farm, half an acre, and they grow their own herbs, right? Oh, cool. And they, my dad grows turmeric and oh, nice. all those things. And he's like, they're very much into that growing stuff from the earth. Yeah. Like, I've been at their place and my, my dad has made me a salad. Everything on that plate has been from his garden. garden. Yeah. It's That's incredible. awesome. Yeah. And, and, and so to the same extent that he has turmeric and he mixes it with some ginger and whatever, and he makes himself a little drink or a tea or whatever. I think we're going to start seeing folks get more comfortable with integrating CBD and hemp products into I, that regime. And I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. I agree. I agree hundred percent. I think it's already happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, we've got, I think once we saw the, um, the hemp bill pass, I think it just opened up yeah. people's curiosity. And now it's just educating people about what it is, how it can help, what it can and can't do just as important as what it can do. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think this industry is just, it's just starting. And I think in the next five to 10 years, it's just going to get, it's, it's going to be a very interesting ride. Um, and I think we're going to just continue to just try and help people. You know, that's why you and I both got into this industry just on different sides. Um, mm-hmm. of just trying to help, help our, you know, patients, help your consumers, help all of our friends and family, um, and so, you know, I, I appreciate you joining us and, you know, telling us, you're telling your very interesting story from corporate lawyer to, uh, <laughs> to growing hemp now. Um, so, but you know what, I, that's, it's becoming, it's becoming very legitimate and it's becoming more mainstream. So it's me and you having this conversation five years ago would have been edgy. Now it's kind of like, yeah, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's a hundred percent makes sense. And I think that as professionals and, and people that come from the corporate world, from, from, the, from the healthcare world, like legitimate professionals, mm-hmm. accountants, and you know, everybody starts coming into the industry and making it a, a, a professional, legitimate business and, and industry to help people from the medical point of view. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and as we get regulations and I'm, I know it sounds weird coming from a lawyer. I welcome the regulations. I yes. want regulations. I want rules because I want everybody to be playing in a level playing field. And 100% I want agree. patients to be able to go and buy something that they know is safe and not some Correct. snake oil in the gas station. And listen, don't get me wrong. I've actually seen decent product at gas stations. Yes. Uh, <laughs> really crazy. Yeah. But, but, but you don't know. And the normal, like for even for us that we're in the industry, we have to kind of grab the product, read it, you know, scan it and kind of see what it is. And even then I'm going like, is that lab test real? Like, uh, yeah. you know, imagine for someone that's not knowledgeable or as knowledgeable as, as we may be or have, because we've been exposed to it more. Uh, I want it to be regulated. I want it to be, you know, on the up and up i, want I agree 100 percent, man the same rules because that's the only way we can move forward are able yeah. to move forward 100 
And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm, I'm imploring the FDA to finally come out with something that's industry friendly, that is patient friendly. Um, yep. And, and, and not just say like, oh yeah, you maybe do, you could do a topical, but we may not necessarily agree with it. And <laughs> we definitely don't think you should be ingesting it. And I'm like, guys, 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 come on, come on. Right. They, they're still trying to figure it out, but. And um, I lived in DC long enough to know how this works. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a topic for another, com- uh, another time, but Daniel, pre- always appreciate you, man. Um, you Thank keep, you. Uh, keep grinding, keep, you know, moving us forward. I think we all just stick together everyone moves this, this, uh, you know, needle in the right direction. So, um, I appreciate you, man. And, you know, hope you have a great day. You too. And we're waiting for you down here in Miami. I'm coming me and my wife. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, brother. Have a good one. You too.